Welcome to Real Lucha Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Lawrence. And I'm Miguel. And we're here to bring to you another episode of AEW Dark Breakdown. That's right. We're going to break down episode 79 of Dark. And I say we get to it. What do you think? I agree. Let's get right into it. Welcome to the AEW Dark Breakdown of Episode 79. Excalibur, Taz, and Anthony Agogo are on commentary. First match of the day starts with Angel Fashion versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Team Taz member and NorCal's finest makes quick work of Angel with town business. Second match is Azriel and Danny Limelight versus SCU. The addiction goes over in this match fittingly with the finisher Celebrity Rehab. For match number three, we got Aaron Solo and Brick Aldridge and Dean Alexander versus the Pretty Picture and Ryan Nemeth. The newly dubbed team of Pretty Peter and Benoni see their partner take care of the bout as the Hollywood hunk lands a butt shake netbreaker for the win. Fourth match is Baron Black versus Lee Johnson. Big Shoddy makes his family proud as a blue thunder bomb is enough for the victory. Fifth match sees Aaron Fry, D3, John Cruz, and Barry Morales versus the Dark Order. Dark Order's 1, 2, 3, and 8 take it as Boom Boom pulls out the Chicago skyline onto Cruz to take it. For match number 6, we see Ryzen and Cameron Stewart versus Varsity Blondes. Who needs a tag team finisher when Griff Garrison's rolling elbow strike was enough to knock out Stewart? Seventh match brings Savannah Thorne versus Diamante. Shots fired as Diamante lands a code red onto Thorne to take it. Eighth match is Fuego del Sol versus QT Marshall. This big time grudge match coming off of Zami's vlog, hot but not enough for Fuego as QT goes over with a diamond cutter. For the match number nine, number nine, we got Carly nine. Bravo versus Kip Sabian. Bravo's inexperienced shows a super bad hat much of the advantage and takes it with a suspended twisted neckbreaker. Tenth match sees Catalina Perez versus Abaddon. The living dead girl buries Perez with a cemetery drive for the W. And now for the eleventh match and main event of the day, we got Santana and Ortiz versus Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela. Them proud and powerful boys come out to Inner Circle's music and Titantron for a change. The bad boy continues his tradition of making a detour to the commentary table to admire his partner's assets. Unfortunately for most of the battle, the Concrete Rose is without his tag team partner who is injured on the outside of the ring. Sunny Kiss starts strong with a drop salt and rapid kiss missile onto Ortiz. Inner Circle shows their tag team expertise with a diving crossbody suplex combo to Sunny. Eddie, you're always in our hearts and Santana shows that by pulling off the three amigos on Kiss with the last suplex being a double with Ortiz. Ortiz takes a turn as showing the Guerrero family some love by stretching Kiss with a gory special. Santana applies a submission of his own with an abdominal stretch to Sonny. Finally, Kiss gets offense in again with a jumping flatliner to Santana. Enter the bad boy. He starts it off with a tope suicida onto Santana. The other side, he leaps over the ropes for a diving arm drag onto Ortiz 
onto the stage. Now it's Sonny and Joey's turn for some tandem offense with a split leg drop reverse DDT combo to Ortiz. Proud and powerful hit back with a suplex backbreaker combo to Kiss. Janela gets his brain busted by Ortiz. Kiss lands a split stunner to Ortiz. The inner circle shows their strength and topples Sonny with a Death Valley driver neckbreaker combo for the one, two, three. And the inner circle triumphs. What do you think about that? Santana and Ortiz. Mm, they're thugs. That's well, I, I mean, I'm not surprised. Uh, although, it was a good match. Like, going into the match, seeing that it was them versus Sunny Kiss and Joy Janela, I was like, oh, this is going to be pretty... I'm pretty sure I know who's going to win, but it's going to be a pretty good match because none of them are jobbers. Neither team is there to job out to other people, typically. Yeah. Um... All four are all elite <clears throat> for sure. Yeah, and especially after what happened at Revolution, Inner Circle needed a win, but even if it was in the form of a Santana Ortiz. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a good point. That's actually a good point. I didn't think of it like that. Um, you know, War Console coming up and Santana and Ortiz, right? The pride and powerful really uh, needed, uh, you know, this win, man. Especially after go- the last time we saw them, they went through tables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, uh, you know, New York's finest uh, PR stand-up, right? Okay, so let's get into some of these matches, right? We want to get into three in particular. We're starting off with the fifth match of the night, which is Aaron Fry, D3, John Cruz, Vera Morales versus uh, Coco Banda, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, and Alex Reynolds. If you want to go by the numbers, that's 8, 1, 2, and 3 of the Dark Order, being accompanied by 4 and negative 1. So uh, to get into some of the action, we get a twisting elbow by uh, Alex Reynolds onto D3. And uh, <laughs> we get a taunt of um, uh, Evil Uno uh, waving and blowing a kiss to uh, his opponents. You know, just, ah, man, I, I love Evil Uno, man, for sure. And we have um, uh, a springboard elbow drop from uh, Fry onto uh, Uno. Uh, tornado DDT by Very onto Uno, but uh, Uno gets some action in with a stunner onto D3. Uh, Cocobana catches a cruise and he hits all of his opponents while he has them on like on uh, like a body slam uh, or like a yeah like a front body slam uh, type of a hold. Uh, we get the flying apple by uh, Colt onto uh, John Cruz, <laughs> <laughs> and we get a. Tw- uh, Uno's finisher looks like the twisting flatliner onto uh, Morales. We get a uh, we get the classic uh, tombstone pile driver. Now I'm saying classic. I, this is like only the second time I've seen him do it. But Alex Reynolds uh, does a pile driver, but a tombstone pile driver. But he does it uh, from grabs one of his opponents and uh, does lands on the other one's opponent. So yeah. basically driving <laughs> an opponent's head into the other one's gut. So that's uh, that's pretty uh, cool. Uh, we get uh, Stu Grayson landing the Nightfall onto D3. And uh, to top it all off, we get uh, Colcabana landing a Chicago Skyline onto John Cruz. And that's what ends that match. Um, anything 
that stood out to you in in the match? Anything that you want to elaborate on? No, I just I like I like Colts uh, finisher the Chicago skyline. It was different. It's weird because I yeah, if you had to ask me before this what his finisher was, I would say it's really a pin. Yeah. <laughs> right, the Superman, right? <laughs> it's uh it's really interesting to have like a cover kind of be like your somewhat like uh finisher, no? So, uh I'm not sure if that truly is his finisher, the Chicago skyline, but uh it's something. It's 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 interesting. Um But yeah, if I think we'd have to see some more boom boom, right? Yeah. On uh dark and dynamite to see if he pulls that out a little bit more right yeah because i'm really used. Uh, to, yeah i'm looking forward to seeing more i'm really used to the superman i'm just surprised we didn't even see it today so if he was going to be the one to to uh go over for dark order uh, did you want to move on to the next match uh yeah and how about how about that match between uh that was that was such a remember abaddon Match the 10th match of the night. Oh, the 10th match, yeah. yeah so, uh, Abaddon versus Catalina Perez. Yeah, or... Catalina Perez and Abaddon. Uh, I mean, I think it was her debut, Catalina Perez. Uh, but she didn't do well. I mean, considering she's going up against Abaddon, who's apparently like, wait, was uh, it her debut? I thought I've seen her before. No, oh, yeah, you might be, you might be right. Uh, I'm just saying. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't think it's her debut, but um, yeah, you were confused because some other uh, female wrestler did yeah, have their uh, debut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I knew Abaddon was gonna win this. I mean, she's just they they portray her as some sort of undead character, and yeah, she looks scary as hell. Makeup, you know, of like she look makeup of a dead person all over her, to different colored eyes, um, eye contacts, as blood spewing out like a red lantern. Yeah, <laughs> very cool. And like it's like you know, when, no matter what you do to her, she's like not in pain, or like she doesn't you know get phased by it. Yeah, she just knows. Uh, she really knows how. I think um when when I have to compare to one of her better matches was or probably her best match was when she fought for the title against uh, our champion Sheeta. Yeah. And uh, I think I when I first saw that match I wasn't as impressed as maybe I thought I would. I don't know why, but then I had I rewatched it actually somewhat recently and I was like wow uh, actually uh, story wise right the story that they told in that ring it was uh it was way better than I thought. And I think that you could kind of uh, say um, kind of the same thing in that this was a this was a this was a squash, right? Uh, Perez is gonna job out to the living dead girl, as I just found out that that was uh, her moniker. Uh, so uh, that's really cool because I always like to hear uh, what the, the wrestlers have as their moniker, right? We've had some really <laughs> some pretty great ones in the past, right? Like Hollywood, a uh, liberal assassin, <coughs> right? The one and only, the future of flight, uh, the aerial assassin, um, yeah, just a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, really cool monikers and the living dead girl, interesting. So uh, yeah, I, I don't have much to say about this match, um, action wise, right? Because we get like double knees in the corner by Abaddon, right? A la um, Andrade Cien Almas, right? Formerly La Sombra, and we got a released German by Abaddon, and uh, to finish off the bout is hurt finisher the cemetery drive and yeah um abaddon i'm trying to think if we do we do you think we see her a lot in dynamite not too often no okay last so, i remember seeing her was um i think a new year smash part one and yes. she lost to uh Sheeta. it might not be the worst thing because uh she's kind of uh 
she can kind of be looked at as, as you said, she kind of no-sells some moves. Yeah. So uh, that kind of coincides with, like, supernatural. Yeah. Uh, kind of uh, uh, characters, right? <clears throat> if, she wa- if she won the title, the women's title, I got the feeling like she'd go on as if she didn't really care. <laughs> I guess so. Based on her character, she just keep acting all dead and all I kind of think of her like, I, th- I don't know why. If, uh, if she won the title, I think she'd, maybe she'd be like Smeagol, like she'd be like clutching it, right? Oh, or, right? that'd be but interesting. That, there, see, like who knows, right? We, we'll have to see her get the title to, yeah. to see what exactly she has. Maybe she kind of drags it along, right? Like the, like the Demon King. Right? Oh yeah, that'd be or, cool. Or or uh, maybe she, like you said, maybe she's so nonchalant about it. Maybe she gives us kind of like a Tetsuya Naito, like in the in the past, right, where he just throws the belt like disrespectfully, yeah. <laughs> not really giving a crap about it, right? She could be some, she could do something like that, um, but she would have to win the the title to see. I think it's not necessarily a bad idea that we don't see her on Dynamite a ton, in, yeah. this, in the sense that for supernatural characters, sometimes it's better to kind of not have them uh, on the show so much, right? Yeah, add I, some I, mystique, I right, and um, lore to them. Uh, let's let's rewind back a little to uh, the the uh, last match that we're gonna um, kind of go in uh, deep with. Yeah, uh, Fuego del Sol versus QT, QT Marshall, Marshall, the eighth match of the night. Uh, Nick Camarado. Uh, accompanies QT in this bout and um, supposedly this is a long running rivalry on Sammy's vlog right yeah. Sammy Guevara's vlog yeah I agree um, it is I don't follow uh, Sammy's vlog a ton but my uh, good friend was able to uh, show me what it's about and it's really cool Sammy uh, shows a different um a different side of him, right? Uh, he's very likable, uh, uh, unlike uh, his heel persona, right? In uh, Inner Circle. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So, uh, apparently, this is a, a kind of like a, a payoff match, right? To uh, apparently QT being a, somewhat of a bully to a Fuego. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, going into some of the action in this, we get a clothesline by QT. Uh, we get a step up the head by Fuego. A power slam by QT. Uh, pop up, a pop up forearm strike by QT. That kind of reminds me of like uh, uh, Cesaro, right? Kind of does uh, something. Yeah, like it that. does. Uh, Frankensteiner uh, is delivered by uh, F- uh, Fuego as he counters uh, Avalanche Diamond Cutter. We kind of get like this, uh, like a lion assault, right? A lion assault, uh, uh, spring basically a springboard moonsault onto a standing uh, QT. Yep. And. We get a diving tornado uh, DDT by Fuego, which uh, apparently his awesome. his taunt is him, you know, waving his finger and hand up in the air in a circular motion, right? Kind of, I guess that's signaling his finisher, right? Or at yeah. least like a signature move of his, <laughs> yeah. which is the tornado DDT. He finally lands it. Really cool. The, uh, I have to give uh, I have to give it up to uh, them. I'm not sure if it's because it's the wrestlers in general, but there was really some... Uh, they were really over. This match was really over in general. So um, th- that landing uh, of that DD- that tornado DDT was uh, huge, right? Got a huge pop for, you know, how much of a pop you can get with such a little audience, right? Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, it's not enough because uh, he uh, QT uh, is able to um, roll out of the ring from that tornado DT, uh, and um, so Fuego follows up right with uh, bringing QT back into the ring, 
and he's about to do a springboard. But like, uh, this is really interesting. I'm not sure if he did this on purpose or by accident. I want to say it's on purpose because it was it, just, it was done really well. He did a springboard and he had to jump onto another set of ropes because it kind of looked like maybe he was losing balance. So like the next the extra jump was was uh, gonna rebalance him and shoot him towards QT, a standing QT. But uh, QT reverses that into the diamond cutter, picks him up. Does the disrespectful tornado taunt that yeah. Fuego's been doing the whole match and does another diamond cutter to finish it off. Um, yeah, so apparently QT, right, is um, QT Marshall. Uh, he doesn't get punished for all of his wrongdoings, nope. right? Uh, new, is newly healed QT, right? Because, like, I'm on TV... Anxious to see that. On TV, he's... Somewhat of a face, right? Because we don't—he doesn't get a lot of uh, mic time or whatnot. But being associated with the Nightmare Family, being in a tag team with the Natural Dustin Rhodes, you would think he's a face. He comes out of the face tunnel. Yeah. But uh, yeah, maybe uh, QT is is uh, newly heel after um, what we saw from him in uh, AEW Revolution. So uh, we'll find out. I know we will. They won't uh, sweep this over under the rug, I no. don't think, unless no. you know, unless they have, uh, you know, unless they have something that they really need to do to um, get over a hump. Like for example, if they needed the night natural nightmares in a in a tag match because of um, someone getting injured or whatnot, right? Maybe then they could potentially scrap it. But yeah, uh, I don't see that happening. Uh, let's get into our. Uh, lines of the night are uh, spots of the night and are taunt of the night. Um, would you like to go first? You know, I mean, I had a my line that it was actually the first match uh, between Powerhouse Hobbs and Angel. It was during the Powerhouse Hobbs and Angel fashion match when uh, Taz yet again provides us with a killer line of the night. He says, well, we're mean. We're mean. The crew is mean. Cage, Stark, Hobbs, and Huck, they're mean. We're mean guys. We don't like people. Sometimes you don't even like each other. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> it laughs. I had to rewind that. I was like, that's really funny. Um, my line of the night is uh, from Excalibur and Taz, right? A duo. Yeah. Uh, Excalibur starts off by saying, uh, <laughs> uh, he says to Taz, uh, Taz, you can say it. We're on YouTube. And then Taz st- uh, throws out, uh, you know, uh, cuss, right? Yeah. Makes uh, makes them bleep, bleep it out. And then Excalibur basically playing on Taz is like, I told you a million times not to say that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so he just told them that he could say it, and now he said he couldn't say it. So it was really funny. Um, you have a ton of the night. Actually, yeah, I was in the main event uh, between Santana Ortiz and Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. When... Um, of course, Sunny Kiss. After he did, I bl- he dodged one of Ortiz's uh, clotheslines, you know, by doing the split. Then when he uh, and before he stood up, and then you know Ortiz looking back, all you know surprised because he just missed. <laughs> Sunny Kiss, like you know, um, the, like touches of his finger, his butt, like you know, he just got burned. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's a good one. You know what? Now that you mention it, I think I might have to. How am I not going to give this the line of the night? I'm going to have to change my line of the night. Yeah. To what? Joey Janela, as always, when he comes out with his tag team Can't partner, Sonny Kiss, goes up to the commentator booth, rips off the headset of uh, Excalibur, and says, talking about Sonny Kiss, his tag team partner, 
That ass is so spicy, it's hotter than the hottest pepper in the world. <laughs> like, where does, where does Joey come up with this shit? He can't help himself, <laughs> but he, he needs to announce it to the world. Unfortunately, <laughs> I thought maybe it was a good luck charm. He's been saying it on Dark, you know, it's becoming a thing. And they haven't been losing since he started doing it. Unfortunately, he wasn't going off. Uh, he wasn't going up against any of uh, these, you know, what I like to call uh, a uh, AEW Dark All Stars, right? Yeah. Out of these, uh, you know, somewhat like jobber esque guys, he's going after a legit tag team, which is Santana and Ortiz, part of the inner circle. So yeah, that has to be uh, my line tonight. Um, do you have a top? Of the yeah, mine actually was because I don't see this often, believe it or not. Uh, it w- I had to say it was when Fuego del Sol to QT Marshall uh, did that di- that like snap that quick diving tornado DDT. Yeah, usually when like a, you see a tornado DDT, it's really um, kind of like standing right or like off of like some sort of tijeras or whatnot or when you're just literally sitting on the turnbuckle and then you twist around right yeah kind of like a like a jerry lynn yeah right that style of tornado det but yeah when you diving in front of it it was cool it added some more uh, extra um momentum potentially right Uh, i think I'm, i'm gonna have to go give uh the scu boy some love and go with uh celebrity rehab their finisher to end it because usually we get from them the a best Meltzer ever, right? To finish off a, a match. That's yeah. been their go-to finisher. So uh, Celebrity Rehab has been something that they've been... Uh, it's been a, a tag team move that they've been doing for a bit as well. And uh, so to have them uh, take that out of their arsenal a little bit more would be pretty cool. So, uh, yeah. And it's a cool name, Celebrity Rehab, right? It's basically yeah. uh, uh, Kaz uh, kind of does like a, a backdrop. And kind of like a release backdrop, and then the guy lands uh, a stomach first onto uh, CD's knees. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, uh, my taunt of the night. I don't really have like a good taunt of the night. Like you, you beat me to that. Like you're like yours is really good. Mine's kind of ass. But I think I'm gonna give mine to uh, QT, right? Uh, signaling the diamond cutter, right? Just that classic DDP diamond that you make with your hands, right? Suing Jay Z over it, right? Like you know that that's a popular taunt. When you gotta sue Jay Z over it, so uh, that about does it for us. And yeah, we'll see you on the next uh, Dark or Dynamite. Take it easy, guys. Peace, Lucha. Lucha.